0: Hi, I'm Jacob, connoisseur of jarring shifts in tone. And hi, I'm Kieran, and I'm ready to have courage, bring hope, stand up,
1: and fight. And this and this is chit
0: chat from, from Pop Goes Capitalism. Pop Goes Capitalism. This month's headlines, solidarity with Palestine goes ever stronger despite attempts to silence people speaking out against Israel. The Conservative Party conference held nothing back. And the UK got real wet
1: this month. But first, Jacob, how
0: are you? Oh my God, um, (laughs) I'm in my (laughs) pyjamas. That's how I am. Oh, okay. How are you, Kieran?
1: Um, I'm, I'm all right. Given
0: you know the world, given the state uh, of things, yeah, I'm all right. I did, I did see a really good TikTok that reminded me that like, it, it would really, it would be like so bad to be one of those people that can just get on as if things are normal when things aren't. Yeah. So. In a way, I'm glad I'm not able to just block out everything completely because then I feel like I wouldn't be human.
1: Yeah. So, Jacob, how have you been coping with late stage
0: capitalism this month? Keeping it light, baby. I have (laughs) discovered um, that for some reason, my local mail route has started being done by a lot of different people. And Uh there are hot male people in my area. And male, that's M A I L, (laughs) not M A L E. Hot male people in my area. And I love going out for a walk when I know the post (laughs) people are nearby because I'm like, okay, which one's it going to (laughs) be? Have you worked
1: out their schedules yet?
0: No, no, I don't think there is one. I think it's random. Unless I'm just really bad at pattern recognition, but that doesn't track with my, my. superhuman abilities so i think it's just random whoever whoever gets the shift gets the shift and there's usually two they share vans i never knew this but since we haven't had a car i've been walking loads more and so i've noticed that there's two per van which i never Uh knew before unless that's new there's two per van it's not just like one person gets a van and they use that van there's two people and then it's like that makes so much sense why didn't i think they would do that it does. So, yeah, hot male people in my area oh. making my walks very enjoyable. And did it work? Did it ease the pain? Absolutely not. Uh, and, Kieran, how have you been coping with uh, late stage capitalism this month? Energy
1: drinks. I am absolutely in love with them. Like, I'm trying to be healthier in my life, but caffeine is like the one thing I'm holding out on. Like, I feel so energised. I feel like I'm having a fucking party. Like, one thing happens and my heart rate skyrockets. And I just feel so alive.
0: So you're going to be on it this episode, is what you're telling me. Yeah, you're going to be yeah. all over
1: it. Yeah, it's not sponsored, but uh, <laughs> I am being powered today by Rubicon Raw Energy Apple and Guava flavour. My
0: favourite is the What blueberry... was that combination of words, please? <laughs> the apple and guava like... <laughs> like what <laughs> only
1: people who are in the in the in group you know will understand <laughs> i thought yeah, you were gonna like... say
0: red bull gave me wings that's like Ooh, the, no. the 666 of monster energy those are the only <laughs> energy drinks i know no so like rubicon i think they do fruit juice Oh, so they're more fruity ones? Or... Yeah, it, it,
1: actually, these energy drinks are really completely healthy because they have 20% fruit juice in them. <laughs> I tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> the marketing worked. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, my favourite favorite used to be the Rockstar Blueberry Acai one, or Acai, I don't know how you say that word, but now I'm on the Rubicons. Yeah. You're
0: on the Rubicon. And uh, yeah. did it work? Did it ease the pain? No. That's that on that. Cool. Now for a first of our jarring shifts in tone. On the 7th of October, 2023, Hamas launched an unprecedented operation against the settler colonial state of Israel, breaking through the border wall that blockades Gaza and taking control of Israeli settlements. Western media was quick to either outright support Israel's heavy air quotes, self-defence, and then later, war, or report Israel and Palestine as two countries that are roughly on the same footing to begin with, rather than coloniser and colonised. You could accuse me of oversimplifying this. And yeah, also no. Nuance exists and is important, but oversimplifying this is a lot less evil than trying to make this out to be the most complicated stuff you ever did see. Spoiler, it's really not. So since the 7th of October, we've seen a metric ton of pure, unfiltered shit seep out of the mouths of some of the most powerful politicians on this planet, followed closely by the corporate-owned news outlets and some of the most uninformed human beings on the planet via social media. It's taken my breath away at times more than once. I've lost followers, I've unfollowed people, I've been accused of all sorts of things by people who fundamentally don't understand me and never will. And I'm not going to stop, because this is the bare minimum I can be doing for people facing a literal genocide. you uncomfortable with me using that word? Do you prefer to hear things straight out of the red, white and blue panopticon? Well, writing in The Guardian, Ellen Brodsky and Ariel Corin. Two anti Zionist Jews say, There is no other word to describe the pageantry of death embraced by Israel's politicians. Under international law, genocide requires two things an intent to destroy, in whole or in part, a national, ethnical, racial, or religious group, and then the attempted destruction of that group. Without intent, these actions amount to ethnic cleansing. If deliberate, they are considered genocide. Or how about this queer Jewish author who has been speaking extremely honestly online about this?
2: Some of my fellow Jewish leftists have really been disappointing me because you're hanging on to this premise that Jews need their own theocratic ethnostate. No, no one gets a theocratic ethnostate. We live in a diverse, heterogeneous world where human beings have been moving across it all over the place for many, many tens of thousands of years. And I get why you think this, because we are fed this from birth and ritually reminded of it every year as part of our religion that we have suffered so much and that we need a homeland. But it's just ahistorical to think that Jews have suffered in some unique and special way that makes them entitled to a theocratic ethnostate. Unfortunately, genocide is a dime a dozen in this world. Even looking at European history, yeah, I mean, the Christians really put a target on the Jews back for a good 1,700-ish years there, give or take. But as bad as Jews had it, Romanis had it worse just about everywhere. So where's their theocratic ethnostate? Who are we going to kick off their land at gunpoint to give Romanis a homeland? Jews, at least we got to have shtetls. I mean, sure, they were, you know, targeted for massacres occasionally, but the Romanis weren't even allowed to sit down, let alone being held as chattel slaves in Romania for 500 years. And just look around the world. Look at black people in the Americas. Look at indigenous people all over the planet. They've all been enslaved and genocided by Christo-fascist colonizers. So our suffering just isn't that special. And the only reason that the UK and the US went along, like touted that line and gave us an army was because they didn't want Jews in their countries after World War II. And they said, oh shit, we can send all these Jews to a desert where the indigenous people there have no standing army to defend themselves with and no modern military technology. And then we get an economic and military foothold in the Middle East that will always be beholden to us. Yeah, the UK and the US thought that was a pretty sweet deal after World War II. And y'all are leftists. I'm talking about Jewish leftists. Like, everyone gets a place to live, and everyone gets equal rights where they live. So that means no theocratic ethnostates, like anywhere, for anyone. That's just kind of how it's got to be. And if you're carving out an exception for Jews just because you're Jewish, then you have no ideological integrity. So we need to think that one through A second time, folks.
0: That is Sim Kern talking extremely honestly there on TikTok at Sim Kern. If you want to follow them, they have done so many incredibly nuanced videos about this over the course of the last few weeks and all of the links to all of the clips that I'm playing in this section are in the show notes and I really encourage you to... Check all of these out because it is so important that we are listening to these voices right now. And the next clips I am going to play for you are from actual Palestinians, people who are arguably the voices we should be listening to the most right now. Because despite what is happening, they are still making time to educate us, to inform us and to try and drown out the utter bullshit that is coming out of the state of Israel right now in terms of propaganda this is at fake Jill and halal great username talking about queer palestinians
3: as a queer palestinian there's something that i need every liberal who isn't sure whether or not to consider us in your human rights discourse to hear you cannot pick and choose human rights it is an all or nothing practice and there is no liberation for marginalized genders marginalized sexualities vulnerable populations children people with disabilities without liberation for the palestinian people for one uh we exist there everybody knows that ethnic cleansing and occupations are not good for vulnerable populations and marginalized people ethnic cleansing some of you might say where'd you get that from well you're actually going to love this source the israeli government itself for years has proactively stated that is their intention to ethnic cleanse the palestinian people up into literally today since day one so if the liberation that exists in your imagination does not include the liberation for Palestinian people, then it's just that. It's an imaginary liberation, and it will never happen. If anyone who wants to come on here and fight me about, oh, well, how would you be treated if you lived in Palestine as a queer Palestinian marginalized gender? Misogyny, homophobia, transphobia, gender violence exists in all parts of the world and unfortunately are rising at alarming rates in all parts of the world. Just because it also happens in Palestine does not mean that Palestinians do not deserve rights because of it. By that logic, there isn't a single society in the whole entire world that deserves human rights. And you can ask any marginalized gender or queer person and they'll say the same thing.
0: You can follow her at Fake Halal on TikTok. Again, an amazing body of work over the last few weeks just informing and educating. Again, the voices we really need to be focusing in on right now. Another one is at swsstok on TikTok.
4: As we are talking right now, my family is in Gaza, fearing for their lives like many other Palestinians right now, after the Israeli defense minister proclaimed that there will be a full blockade on Gaza. No electricity, no food, no mere life essentials whatsoever. Um, and calling the entire Palestinian population in Gaza animals that should be treated as animals. That's the situation we are facing after the Palestinian resistance managed to break out of the cage, out of the open-air prison that Gaza has been for more than 16 years now, more than 16 years with only two to four hours electricity each day, um, with more than 97% of the water not fit for human consumption, um, with uh, more than 50% of the population being unemployed due to the siege, to due to this blockade on Gaza um, by Israel. And the people can't take it anymore. The siege has to end, the blockade has to end, the occupation has to end, unless um, there should be any and can be any change for the Palestinians. And every victim there is right now, no matter their ethnicity, is a victim caused by settler colonialism and by the politics the Israeli state has been pursuing for decades against the Palestinian people. The ethnic cleansing, uh, the house demolitions, um, the expulsions of people, the murder of uh, civilians on a daily basis, the settler violence, um, and all the atrocities we have been seeing. Only this year, more than 200 Palestinians have died even before the attacks on Gaza going on now um, by military and the settlers. Um, so this occupation means structural violence, um, and the only way of coming out of this situation is resistance, not only resistance on a national level in Palestine, but resistance internationally, especially in the region around Palestine with uprisings and revolts, understanding that the Palestine question is directly linked to their regimes oppressing them in the Arab world Uh, directly linked um, to the oppression of imperialism in the entire region. And the imperialism and the states we are facing in our western countries now are also the states profiting from the oppression and the ethnic cleansing of Palestinians. So their resistance must be our resistance and internationalism from below everywhere we are is the most important sign we can send now to the palestinians to show that they have a right to resist to show that we won't accept what our governments are telling us um, and that we will fight and stand in solidarity with the palestinian people in gaza and in all of Palestine and outside right now.
0: Again, at S-W-S-S-T-O-K on Instagram. These are just a handful of the voices speaking on this that you really need in your ears right now. Follow the links in the show notes, watch these, train your algorithm to understand that this is what you want to see. It's not a perfect solution, as I've just started to see that the algorithm started to suppress that and quote-unquote go back to normal but uh, any, every little thing helps. Every share, every boost really helps. Every follow, follow these accounts so that the algorithm is sort of incentivized to place these in your feed. And if not, source them out, go back to them every now and again in case it has been shadow banned. Speaking anecdotally now, I've had conversations with people in my life and some followers online after posting things that have led to them having a better understand of Palestinian liberation. And so my message to you listening to this right now is to keep showing up both in person and online. I don't care whether you consider it praxis to post online or about the theory behind it, because we've seen the real world restrictions, shadow bans, all the talk about policing support for Palestine by our governments that... We need to show up and show our solidarity right now. Instagram even had to apologise for adding terrorist to some Palestinian user profiles. And I wish I was joking when I said that. Yet information is still reaching the people that it needs to thanks to sharing and boosting from people. The algorithm is already more favourable to read that as white people. And in London alone, we saw... 150,000 people turn up for the first march in solidarity with Palestine and an estimated 300,000 at the one closest to this recording. So you are not alone in this fight, but we have to show up wherever we can. Social media is where people go for information. People who tell you that sharing a post isn't helping are just helping to suppress the voices of people we need to be listening to right now. And those voices aren't just the academics and the book people and that is not to say that books aren't important because they absolutely are and if you like reading and enjoy it please continue to read and share the information that you have read about in an accessible way for those of us that are a little less confident in the reading department shall we say and I'm so sorry but however upsetting it is we need to be witnessing this right now because people are asking us to they're asking us to to fight this and to remember them, their loved ones and all the people dying in Gaza right now in the name of so-called self-defense. I have never used this many sources in a news story on this podcast before, but it is critical that we listen and we act. So in the show notes, I've labeled these as resources with the most urgent one on the top, which is medical aid for Palestinians. They are on the ground right now responding to the current emergency in Gaza. And if you are sat there listening to this, feeling hopeless, just chuck a bit of money their way so they can continue giving aid to these people who desperately need it. It really is easy. I did it the other day and I know I realized that aid getting into Gaza is fucking difficult right now and that we need to be showing up and educating people a lot more because the aid isn't getting there. But the aid that can get there is really needed. So I'm going to keep sharing that. And it is in there, the very first resource. What else can you do? (sighs) Well, I'm the wrong person to be asking here, to be honest. But since I'm here, you've got to act. You've got to head to your local protest. Keep having these important conversations with the people in your life, because you have the ability to If not change minds, then plant the seeds of doubt about the official narrative that is being used to justify all this. You are going to encounter so much bullshit from people that have just been fed this constant narrative, but you have the power to keep having those conversations where others' voices aren't having the impact they should be. You can keep boosting posts on social media. Don't let anybody tell you this is too depressing, because it fucking is! But that is why we have to keep the pressure on. Keep amplifying the voices that need to be heard right now, and pressuring our of a government just stop walking into the invisible wall that surrounds them when it comes to condemning literally anything ever at the very fucking least and stop arming israel from the river to the sea palestine will be free kieran is there anything you would like to add to this
1: yeah so so i agree with everything you said um and i was nodding along the whole time Um... Um, I think, I think what, like the angle I would like to bring to this is, is that there are Zionist and anti-Zionist Jewish and non-Jewish people, mm. and I think that it's really important that we remember that. Yes. In in this climate, Absolutely. like in this climate, Israel. Is actively trying to conflate anti-Zionism with yeah. anti-Semitism. Um, I would encourage, I would encourage everyone to, to to research and learn more about how Israel came to exist. Um, and really like, like to you don't need to be an expert, obviously, but, but if you speak up. In favour of Palestine, there is a chance you could be called anti-Semitic, um, and I think that the more you understand about like Zionism, the anti-Zionist anti-Zionism, like the more confidence you can hold in your convictions Absolutely. to be able to support Palestine and be confident that that you are not anti-Semitic.
0: Because that is a really important point that you've made. And I've seen I've seen the, the stats of like anti Semitic, what was it, hate crime? I can't remember the exact wording. That that's gone up significantly since uh yeah. the latest cycle of news, shall we say, since the seventh of October. Uh so for pretty much the whole month of October. And that really struck me as interesting because from like my I guess what you you would call echo chamber, I I hear I hear a lot of voices from Palestinians from uh, anti-Zionist Jews and I don't nobody tends to use the word Jew or Jewish yeah in relation to Israel but when I've just been walking by the living room and seeing conversations or overheard stuff on the radio and stuff a lot of the mainstream news love to say the Jews in Israel or the Jewish Israelis yeah. and they always always have to put that in front of israel or israeli civilians and stuff like this and that that's really interesting that they 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 still are doing this and that's really part of how zionism embedded its sort of yeah. self in the mainstream as like on a par with being jewish when it absolutely isn't and it's yeah. a movement and it's very far right and extremist and just it blows my mind to hear those conversations still happening on the mainstream and that will set off anti-semites like actual anti-semites will use it as a i guess tool to be anti-semitic which is like fucking yeah. batshit logic but there we are we are dealing with like a rise in anti-semitism and a rise in islamophobia as well it's just absolutely maddening and infuriating that people are yeah. using violence to justify violence and hatred against groups like oh.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's horrible. I mean, it's it's Israel will actively conflate being Jewish, like Jew, Judaism with Israel. They'll yeah. they'll that they, they will actively conflate that because that is what that is in the state's best interests. Because yep. because disagreeing with a state and a state's actions is reasonable but yes, disagreeing very. with a, a a group of people um th- like that's not reasonable you know so so and i, so yeah, and I can't imagine how difficult two, it is yeah by conflating the two they they protect and shield themselves from valid criticism
0: yeah exactly and that is then passed on through the mainstream and through, like, the soft left, if you like. Yeah. Well, quite a lot of the left, actually. Um, <laughs> until you get to us mo- cockroach motherfuckers <laughs> over here in the far left um, who, who, will, who will say the same thing and they won't back down and they'll be like, no, 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 this is absolutely right. They, they yeah, and um, I feel,
1: I feel, I think that something that's not really discussed so much is... I just wanna say like I feel so sorry to any anti-Zionist Jews who who are having who are being lumped in with this Zionist movement whenever anyone refers to the Jewish people and then and then follow and then continues to talk continues on to talk about standing with Israel, Israel defending itself yeah quote marks um i feel uh, like i'm very sorry for all of those people who are being completely misrepresented um and having people speak on their behalf who have no business doing so um i think that i know sim really kern horrible.
0: who i mentioned uh and played one of their clips has done yeah. videos about this as an anti-zionist uh jewish person and I believe in one of the resources, yeah, it could happen here. It's a podcast interview with Sim about this and it's it's a ah. genuine good listen. Okay. Um, so, it's all in the show notes for anybody that wants to to educate themselves some more, listen to the actual voices on the ground. Like there's there's loads down there and I have a feeling that because this probably isn't going to end anytime soon, I'm going to just keep updating that. I might put it in future episodes awesome. just as a little thing as well. Uh, I'm just going to keep updating that whenever I find something that's genuinely, like, really a good resource. But there's so much down there already, and I'm going to keep adding to that even before the release date. So please listen to those voices. Donate, if you can, to Medical Aid for Palestinians. And look at the myths database as well on decolonizedpalestine.com. That's where my journey started from being like, I don't want to be anti-Semitic, so I'm not going to even learn about Israel because that was very much where i stood maybe 2 3 years ago on this and it was only this recent like 7th of october when like everything unlocked for me i was already like quite close to being like free palestine but uh there were still little little bits that i didn't know and now i do and i hate knowing things cuz why do we have to know things makes yeah, me well, sad I mean,
1: it's it's I I feel like it's a dystopian film basically that we're all living in. I mean, pretty much all of the mainstream media is promoting uh, a very one-sided narrative. Um, yeah, and I guess yeah. to to loop back around to what you you said in the main bulk of your of your news story on Palestine, um, like what we can do is is speak up. Yeah, and. It sounds, you know, I'm quite a cynical person. Like it sounds, it sounds like, speak up, but, you know, but, but it is, it is all that we can do. And one person's voice probably doesn't mean much, but when you add it all together, especially, especially in the age of social media, you know, legacy news outlets are pretty much all promoting a narrative of Israel defending itself. When the whole state or a is based on or a
0: war or yeah these when, like equal footing narratives yeah like
1: when the whole state is based off of the expulsion of the people who had lived there for thousands of years, um, so I think to to summarize like using your voice on social media is is so valuable because it it when when all of those voices join together it can actually provide. A really strong counterbalance to what
0: yeah. legacy media is saying so that's what i was trying to get yeah get through with the bits about um the conversations i've had because it's less about um because when you've got a small platform like i've got what like nearly a thousand followers on instagram that's a small platform it's big enough to not be silent but it's yeah small enough not really that like nobody's influenced by me those people that have messaged after seeing something I posted, or wanted to chat to me a bit more, those are the conversations that really matter because those are the people that have like conflicting thoughts. They're like, I don't want to be anti-Semitic, but I don't want to like not know anything. And uh, like, these are the people that you really need to talk to and help them understand. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's so valuable. And I I posted one last night that was brilliant. That's a beginner's guide to. Oh, God, what was it called? Colonialism, I think. Beginner's Guide to Colonialism. Because um, I didn't know Instagram, you could do, like, feature things where you can write bits about posts. And and um, somebody's done this incredible amount of work on this. It's pages long. And, uh, uh-huh. in fact, I might make a story highlight that's just, like, resources for, pre- for, like, for freeing Palestine because it's so important that, like, that information is there and accessible and just you're reminded that it's there and it's why i wanted to spend so long on it today yeah because i think it's so important that we as the left (laughs) talk about this and not not sugarcoat it as like it's just happened these things happen this is a struggle and something we really need to keep our attention on
1: i agree yeah thank you for covering it so in my opinion, so so well. And so. <laughs> Thank so. you
0: for listening. Yeah. And to everybody that's already checked out the resources, I cannot stress enough how important that, that part is. Um, yeah. If you like podcasts, there's another podcast down there. There's video essays. There's uh, journalism in the Middle East. Uh, there's the, the Myths database, Medical Aid for Palestine. There's the TikToks. Train your algorithms. Just, yeah, do what you can. Yeah. Jarring, shift in, tone activated. So, in other news, Chase and Status,
1: HeadX and Ardy reached a new peak on the charts this week with their track, Liquor and Cigarettes. Coincidentally, the two things I wanted after hearing about the ongoings at the Conservative Party conference earlier this month. Sadly, despite our... (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> Sadly, despite RMT's strategically placed strikes, the Tories did manage to find their way to Manchester. Boop. Yeah. There, Rishi Sunak's crazy supporters debated with Liz Truss's even crazier supporters <sighs> about just how much tax they should cut, how much they should punish people on benefits, and whether or not they should leave the European Convention on Human Rights.
0: Woo! Yeah. what a time to be alive baby
1: yeah i mean to be honest this this seems like fun news to be honest after after what we've just <laughs> discussed
0: like, in time yeah. to whether we should leave the convention on human yeah. rights
1: this seems lighthearted, you know this is child's play now <sighs> oh, God. um yeah so there were plenty of fascinating moments at the tory party conference Health Secretary Steve Barclay vowed to ban trans patients from being treated in female and male only wards, despite the presence of trans patients in NHS wards not leading to a single recorded complaint. Suella Why do you think that is Steve, what do you think?
0: Could it possibly
3: be? <laughs>
1: Suella Braverman warned of a hurricane of mass migration attacking the privileged woke minority and gender ideology. One conservative... I want
0: to live in whatever world she lives in in Uh, her head because it must be so nice just to be idly sitting there going, God, these woke majorities are very privileged. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, you know, the things they find in those Westminster toilets, Incoherent allegedly. Thoughts. <laughs> Incoherent thoughts. Incoherent. Yeah. Um, and one conservative member of the London Assembly was ejected from the conference for calmly stating during Suella Bravman's speech that, quote, there was no such thing as gender ideology. <sighs> The Transport Secretary, in other news, pledged to crack down on 15-minute cities, continuing to propagate the alt-right conspiracy theory that 15-minute cities mean that, and I quote from our Transport Secretary, councils can decide how often you go to the shops and that they can ration who uses the roads and when. (sighs) Penny Mordant also indulged in an interesting attempt at an inspirational speech, which left the internet howling and most certainly not standing up and fighting. <laughs> Um, Nigel Farage also reared his ugly head, partying with Priti Patel at one of the after-parties, and with Rishi Sunak refusing to rule out Nigel Farage from re-entering the Conservative Party, cementing its lurch to more extreme right-wing policies.
0: Multiverse of madness, anyone?
1: Yeah, Um. in terms of the big speech, Rishi Sunak's 7,500 word long tirade didn't really say much. But he did make three main policy announcements. The biggest announcement was probably the scrapping of the northern leg of HS2, announced in the very city that it would no longer reach. He announced that Network North would take its place, Network North was detailed in a document filled with projects to improve transport in the north of England. Some of which had already been completed. Some I of which—it's so, so camp. I, it's...
0: it's like, yeah, we're gonna do this, and you've yeah. already done it.
1: Yeah, time travel—it's time travel.
0: Fucking genius. That is how you cheat a test. Energy.
1: Oh. Yeah. Um, some of it concerned Southeast England. This Network North <laughs> document. It's
0: network not London. That's it, what it is. Yeah,
1: literally. Um, and some of the some of the plans detailed in this Network North document were removed from the document within 24 hours of its release. Incidentally, one of these projects was the Leem Side Line, which would have connected a village very close to mine with Durham by rail and would have included a new train station being built very near me. So I have nothing more to say than fuck you, Rishi. Because honestly, I was there was this 24 hour, uh, well, not 24 hours, 20, I don't know, less than 24 hour period where obviously I was rolling my eyes at HS2 being cancelled, but I was kind of hyped. I was like, I'm getting a train station. That's so cool. Welcome and to then, my
0: life of disappointment when yeah. I find out stations <laughs> that were going to happen aren't.
1: Like so horrible. <laughs> Yeah, so um, in uh, his second policy announcement uh, was his plan to replace A-levels and the really recently introduced T-levels with a new British baccalaureate mm. in which students will study maths and English in some form until the age of 18 and will take around five further subjects to bring the UK more in line with post-16 qualifications elsewhere around the world.
0: Do you remember English baccalaureate from back in the day? We're about the same age. No, Michael I don't. Gove. Oh, wait. Did oh, you didn't his... go to a state school, mm. did you?
1: I mean, I remember his crap that he did because it, it messed over our biology teacher for A levels. Because it was. Wasn't it the thing where it was like they didn't know which direction they were going to go in until really close?
0: I can't remember the specifics, but I remember every teacher hated him. I hated him. Oh, and yeah. And it meant that you had to take. Uh, English for a certain level of time or some da- oh, daft batshit stuff like that. Um, okay.
1: No, I didn't get that, but everyone hated Michael Gove at my school as well. So. Everyone
0: still does. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, I've never forgiven him. I don't even no, know who the new one either. is. He's the only one I remember being education secretary. After yeah, well, that, I mean, they've like, all been a blur.
1: Jeremy Hunt is still health secretary in my eyes. Is he?
0: Oh, I thought you were about to say he still is. And I was like, Oh, no, what? no.
1: Oh, wait. I mean, Matt Hancock kind of, you know, outside no, Jeremy's haunting department. For like, yeah.
0: every, for like the most dipshitted MP on the planet. But um, for most TV hungry as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, he wants to be a star so badly.
0: Dancing I... on Ice starring Matt Hancock coming next year, probably. Oh,
1: God. You know, whenever I want to torture myself, I'm finally going to go down the deep and dark rabbit hole that is his TikTok account. Because I've <gasps> seen a couple, but there must be more. Oh!
0: I mean, the deep, dark hole of Matt Hancock is amazing. If, you, if anyone listens to Trash Future, they will know about the Matt Hancock MP app.
1: <gasps> what?
0: I don't know. I'm gonna leave that there. You've got to okay. listen to the superior podcast in the room, but it's it's what <laughs> that app is just the best. I'm
1: fascinated. Yeah, so finally, Rishi Sunak announced that he intends to ban fags. <gasps> no, not the LGBT community. Although I wouldn't be surprised if he gave it a shot. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh the, the whiplash, okay.
1: <laughs> no, I, I don't mean the LGBT Boris, community. is that you? <laughs> uh, um, I mean that Rishi Sunak intends to follow in New Zealand's footsteps and phase out cigarettes by basically ruling that anybody born after a certain date will never legally be allowed to buy them. So hmm. I hope that I live long enough to see an 80-year-old woman getting ID'd at the Tesco Fag Counter because Oh yeah. That that's gonna be fascinating and I can't wait to see it. It's gonna be hilarious. So, Jacob, I have covered a lot here, and it all feels very long ago after the events that transpired later on this month. But what thoughts do you have about the Conservative Party conference? Were there any standout moments for you? Are you ready to stand up and fight?
0: Wait, is that their slogan?
1: <laughs> That's Have you seen Penny Mordant's
0: speech? No. When you were Wait, saying you've that, I was like, I've not seen Penny Mordant's speech <gasps> You've
1: all. not seen it? Oh my goodness, Jacob. Remem- remember, you are on the Curse Platform
0: you. X. And I am not on the Curse platform X, so oh my I only goodness. see what's on Instagram. And half of the time, oh my god, I don't. I choose not to. So, what what did she say?
1: Okay, we're gonna have to do a live reaction to this oh, no. because it's Another only live
0: reaction.
1: Oh. It's only it's only. <laughs> she started speaking, and I'm already like pissing myself. Um. It's only a minute long, but it'll, it's going to be the highlight of your month, Jacob. I'm so happy for you that you haven't watched this yet and that I get to, to join you in this joyous moment.
5: Stand up and fight. Because when you stand up and fight, the person beside you stands up and fights. <laughs> and when our party stands up and fights, the nation... <laughs> stands up and fights. And when our nation stands up and fights, other nations stand up and fight. And they stand up and fight for the things upon which the entire progress of humanity depends, freedom. That is what conservatives do. (laughs) That is what this nation (laughs) does. Have courage. Bring hope.
0: Have courage. Stand
5: Bring hope. up and fight. And Stand fight. up and fight. Oh, it's and just, it's
1: so, it's so wooden. <laughs> Thank it's, you. It's
0: Thomas. just, oh. <laughs> I hated every second of that. It's great, <laughs> isn't it? It's great. I love it so much. Stand up and fight. It's like Stand wooden up road. and fight. <laughs> 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 it's serving Dalek. It's serving Dalek oh,
1: oh my goodness. Yeah, okay, right, so that's been every time and for anyone else who's not heard it, every time I've said stand up and fight in this podcast, it's been a reference to Penny Morden's absolutely unhinged attempt at a battle of core speech. So yeah.
0: That is fucking hysterical. I'm gonna edit that so that my live reaction goes on top of the audio of it. Oh okay, great. Excellent yeah when i told Um, rico
1: my ramp intro he burst out laughing
0: so so that's what that was in relation to
1: yeah yeah i was just quoting i just
0: thought you were being like really like on it and like yeah we're gonna fight this i didn't realize you were (laughs) quoting (laughs) no that's
1: why i said it with that dodgy intonation stand up and fight (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: See, that will make sense (laughs) to anybody that knew, but to anyone that doesn't, it's just like, okay. You'll feel inspired.
1: Oh, Oh my goodness.
0: So were there any standout moments for you? Well, this, because I did not know this existed. Um, (laughs) But uh, no, I didn't really pay the biggest attention because I already was like, the only thing I really remember is um, Rishi Sunak going, Transmit! No, he didn't say trans men and men. He went men and men, women are women, and that's just common sense slam. And um <sighs> Yeah in his little Kermit voice. So yeah. That yeah. that's all I really remembered. I was just like, this is just fucking nonsense. I don't really give a shit about any of you. Just just go away. Not that the Labour Party's any better, which I'm sure their conference was just as fun, but I didn't hear much about it.
1: No, that got <laughs> that got swallowed by the the israel gaza story for sure
0: as is right <laughs> i
1: mean like La- i bet Le- La- La- i bet labor are devastated about that though you know what i mean because the media's so much up their asses at the minute you mm. know they're so supportive of labor i bet Keir starmer's devastated
0: he's just he's crying in the club
1: <laughs> so what else happened this month jacob
0: Oh, I get to do a song. So, over October, we've seen Tyler, spelt T-Y-L-A, slowly climb into the top ten with the track Water, something that the UK hasn't been in short supply of this month, thanks to the storm by the name Babette. Dun, dun, a dun, rare dun. wed... Wed? <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure, sure, Jan. A rare red... Weather warning was issued in East Scotland due to exceptional rainfall expected, with major incidents being called across the UK because of flooding. A uh, plane skid off the runway at Leeds Bradford Airport due to wet and windy conditions. Multiple stations became canals after flooding, and the Coast Guard had to airlift some workers off of a North Sea oil drilling platform in what can only be described as quite the metaphor. The storm claimed... A few lives, I think that number has changed in like the last Uh. day or something uh, when we're recording this, and has left thousands with flooded homes and lives upside down. I've seen the usual social media posts about how it's always raining here, so why are we never prepared for it? And <laughs> I have my theories. Maybe climate collapse could be uh, one of them because that's on the horizon. Um, weather events are getting more extreme, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But also, we live in a country that's in a managed decline. We privatised everything to the... Uh, And Point Blank refused to commit to any infrastructure projects. We couldn't even stick to HS2. So why would we invest in better flood protection defences? Or are we just going to say an app will solve it forever? Like the Matt Hancock MP app. Again, you really should look at that app. It's fascinating. Google it sometime. Kieran, thoughts? Weather wet. Um... I don't really have so many
1: thoughts on this. Um, on a personal perspective, I enjoyed it because I love rain. Um, ah. And my village didn't flood. So, you know, Yay. I kind of got the good end of it. Um, <laughs> we did discover that there is more roof damage, however, um, uh, in so our rented property. Um, when a couple of ceilings that have never been wet before got wet. So, oh. So
0: that was fun. My mum and dad woke up to uh, to water. Oh God! <laughs> which, which I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand how houses work because uh, their bed, <laughs> like in our house, their bed is the room underneath mine. So I'm like, uh uh-huh. my room's not fucking wet, <laughs> but it, 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 it's, it's because mine's the loft, so the sloped roof curves down and uh... it comes under, so it's sort of under my floor that's wet. Um, so joy, uh-huh. joy to the world! Love a bit of rain. Yeah. Uh, and how um, unprepared everybody's house is off for it
1: yeah i knew we we In actually the went uk <laughs> we actually went food shopping uh, on the friday of babette um
0: B-b-b-b-b-bet.
1: because we had a little voucher that expired <laughs> on that oh, day Oh, you
0: gotta get the little voucher done though that's oh, important yeah. shit
1: wait shit That was my birthday, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Everything is so unconnected in my brain. (laughs) October's been wild. Yeah. So it was my birthday, the release date of my album. And we went little shopping because, yeah, we, as I said, we had a free voucher, uh, a voucher for free cereal. And I was like... I need the triple chocolate crisp in my life today because it's my birthday. And I was when I say, did you
0: get a call in the caterpillar? I was like, that's little. What's Lidl? It's Calelope the caterpillar. <laughs>
1: Who knows? Malumpulus. Um, <laughs> when, I, when I opened the car door, though, I nearly flew away. Ah. I nearly flew. <laughs> like, we were shaken. It was, it was like when we were on the drive there, we were like, maybe this was a bad idea.
0: Because... you got the vouchers you got to use them yeah. um
1: and we made it back in one piece oh good it's um, good what other thoughts do i have babette what what a name what a name
0: oh yeah good name actually i liked that Apparently... i i actually oh, yeah. i actually i actually stocked up myself on like the wednesday when uh-huh. it was meant to hit birmingham i was like okay i'm gonna have like the day in tomorrow and put all my snacks in there I'm gonna make everything cozy, I'm gonna have a pyjama day. Uh it was gone by seven AM. <laughs> I was
4: no. like, this is such an
0: understatement. The hot most of the country's flooding and I'm just sat here on top of this hill like oh. <laughs> Um Perks are living on a hill. Oh, did you
1: see the uh the video of Chesterfield? There was like the shopping centre that was like completely drowned, which was kind of like a funny mm. visual. You know what I mean? Oh like God, capitalism. See... Yeah
0: yeah did change. you see the bus in wales with the kids on it oh yeah that was and the that was yeah. just sloshed in
1: <laughs> that was that was wild yeah there's there's something really like train wreck can't stop looking for me about flood videos like I i'm know, fascinated fascinating.
0: water where it's not meant to be
1: yes yeah exactly like it's just captivating to me um but yeah, no, the storm was yeah, it was a storm and we yeah, we should get used to it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> State mandated kayaks for all. Oh, did you see the kayak video too? I saw loads of kayak videos, like where did they all come from? Why does everybody have a kayak now?
1: Yeah. There must be a lot I mean, it must be like a a, a more popular hobby than <laughs> this I This is knew my of.
0: ancient Rome is where did these kayaks come from? <laughs> yeah yeah okay and that's the fucking news from october (sighs) or at least three of them um
1: almost
0: (laughs) almost i feel like i need like a more dramatic for the who published this version you know
1: you need one of those like you we need to put a really aggressive pitch wobble on it because it's always like unhinged so it would be like, yeah. <laughs> or failing that hour. we, or failing that we just used the, that whatever fucking noise that was that I just made.
4: Oh, who
0: published this Halloween edition? Dun, dun, dun. It, it's not, it's not Halloween edition. I uh, just want to specify that. Just clarify. <laughs> it's terrifying, but it's not Halloween. Also, what is it with us two? Why do we keep finding ones that are like about schools? I
1: I don't, I don't know. Maybe we have, maybe we have like, you know, unresolved issues with like our time at schools.
5: <laughs> so
0: Kieran is guessing <laughs> for the merely prize of like, I don't know, stammer. Who wrote this? We are looking for a publication. Now, a lot of publications did publish this. The one I am reading from is one you have almost definitely heard of. And you can find out. And about those are your clues. Oh. Ah, ah okay. So headline is uh thirty-two thousand pound a year school hires AI head teacher. Uh, oh god. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What could go wrong? An elite prep school has appointed a chatbot as its principal head teacher, sharing the work of its human head teacher. Cotsmoor School in West Sussex is now partly overseen by Abigail Bailey, artificial intelligence robot no! created for the role.
1: No, no, absolutely not. Uh, I, I have a question already. They said prep school. Doesn't that mean it's for like under 11 year olds
0: yes it
1: does that's some that's some freaky shit right there okay
0: as a bit of homework for anyone google this school cotsmore school it is fucking unhinged it's so like i want to go there pretending to like be a prospective parent or something (laughs) just so that i can see how unhinged it is like it has like a, a titles of different things and like um, the headmaster's uh. wife is one of the people you're meant to go to for support, and I'm like, his wife? It's oh, it's so weird. It's so it's another world. This is. Is it
1: like? Is it kind of like a hippie private school?
0: That's what I'm getting, and uh. I think you might get this from this as well.
1: Yeah, because otherwise, like I was thinking about my private school. That I went to and I'm just thinking if they if they put an AI headmaster I mean in fairness I only went to private school like secondary but I'm mm. just still I'm imagining like them announcing like a part-time AI head teacher and I can just see the parents absolutely fuming so I feel like it would <laughs> have to be like a hippie one where that was kind of like you know it's cool and forward yeah. thinking for, for like there not to be
0: a lot of drama. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking oh to blank okay. head Mr. tom rogerson said the chatbot would support both him and other teachers in a range of scenarios from writing school policies to helping <gasps> neurodiverse students um... i'm holding my tongue Okay. The school, which takes mixed boarding and day pupils aged four to 13, costs up to £32,000 a year for UK students. Imagine oh my god! Paying that much for an AI to be
1: your kids' head teacher? Wait, though no, they said up to thirty-two thousand, so maybe right. Maybe they've got like a budget model, like a budget <laughs> service where you only get access to the AI head teacher. Like maybe for twenty. That grand makes a year this next sentence
0: even funnier. Oh my god! True. Oh my God. The AI reportedly works in a similar way to ChatGPT, a large <laughs> language model trained on vast swaths oh of data no. that can provide human-like responses. It was created with the help of an AI developer and has been developed to offer a wealth of knowledge in machine learning and educational management, according to the paper.
1: uh uh-huh. Hmm. Okay, I-, I have a guess.
0: Do Is- you? Is it the Daily Mail? It is not the Daily Mail. Is it the sun? It is not the sun. Ah, uh, damn. Okay. I wouldn't give the sun my time of day, to be honest. So, <laughs> Unless it was really good. <laughs> okay. Right. I'll, I'll keep thinking then. Shall we get some direct quotes from our headmaster here? Oh who by gosh. the way fascinating i needed Wait. to know more about this guy so i uh did did a little google digging search turns out he inherited this job from his dad who was headmaster and his granddad who was also headmaster so weird school all around uh, 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 okay um and now and, and now he's got an ai doing his job which makes me think maybe he doesn't really want this job but who am i to say I can only okay. allege such things. Shall we hear from the guy himself?
1: Uh, do we know it's him?
0: Or, well, you or, know it's me reading as him. Or,
1: or did he get Abigail on the job?
0: It's not Abigail. At least okay. I don't think it's Abigail. We okay. haven't had a quote from her. <laughs> okay. Sometimes having someone or something there to help you is a very calming influence, (laughs) said Mr. Rogerson. It's nice to think that someone who is unbelievably well-trained is there to help you make decisions.
1: Yeah, I mean, but there's, like, well-trained and then there's well-trained, isn't there? Like, like you could call me well-trained because I can produce music, but, like... You couldn't refer to me as well-trained if I had the knife in a brain surgery. <laughs>
0: you know, like... Also, this this robot is only trained on books, and as most teachers know, the books are nothing like the real thing.
1: Well, ex- exactly, yeah, like... So it's like, it's well-trained, but it's just a language model. Like, it's just swallowed words. Mm.
0: AI chatbots have exploded in popularity since ChatGPT was released to the public in November last year. Quickly embedded into Microsoft's Bing search engine and then followed by Google's own version, BARD. While revolutionising many areas of work and life, the models are not infallible. Frequently hallucinating and generating false information, also known as lying. Um, (laughs) Here's here's a fascinating quote from our headmaster again. It doesn't mean you don't ever also seek counsel from humans. Of course you do. It's just very calming and reassuring, knowing you don't have to call anybody up, bother someone, or you don't have to wait around for an answer. This man is autism coded. I am calling it now. He (laughs) hates talking to the other teachers.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I, I am picking up on the persistence of the word calming here. He fucking loves this
0: thing because it's a robot. It's
1: predictable. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs>
0: there has been concern over the effects of AI on society, not only in terms of job losses, but the risk of technology further increasing inequality. However, Mr. Rogerson is not keeping his AI colleague to himself. He wants state schools to have access to the publicly available model Uh, as well. That sounds oddly familiar to your stories of um, little charitable swimming pool loans for schools and things. Oh my goodness, that's But only the publicly available model.
1: (sighs) That's, that's terrifying though. That's like, the, like what if they just replaced half of the head teachers? Yeah. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness. Do you want to know the last three sentences of this that wiped me the fuck out Oh my God. Okay. Because it's not all, it's not all. <laughs> so in addition to this Abigail Bailey added, being added to the teaching roster, it comes months after the school also advertised for a head of AI which was also awarded to a chatbot
4: <gasps>
0: <sighs> <sighs> that's more oh my
1: goodness <laughs>
0: Named Jamie Rayner, the chatbot is a highly trained advisor on generative AI designed to assist the school with AI strategy and planning.
1: Oh my, oh my God, okay.
0: The school have also hosted a free AI festival in September. designed to help teachers understand and navigate the world of generative artificial intelligence organised by the AI. <laughs> oh
1: no. Oh I can't. I can't. That what? I this story. It's too much. It's just too much. I can't. I can't. That's why I had
0: to Google this guy because he's I find him fascinating. This is incredible. He, uh, yeah. <sighs> so, any any <sighs> suspicions as to where this was written? Um, mm,
1: Spectator. No. New Statesman. No. Financial Times. No. Sunday Times. No. The Times. No.
4: The mirror. trouble.
1: The what, sorry? The mirror. No. Breitbart. No. The Guardian. No. No. Oh my goodness.
0: See, it probably has popped up in all of these, but there's two <laughs> sort of answers. The one that I read from and the source that that came from, which I don't think you've mentioned any of them yet.
1: Okay. Put me out of my misery. <laughs>
0: This was originally sourced from the Telegraph, and it was an oh, article oh. in the Metro. Damn.
1: Okay. <laughs> I pretty much just
0: jumped around
1: those two and just listed everything adjacent. You did. I? I was
0: waiting for you to say Metro, and I was like, "Oh, come on! It's on every bus I've ever been on." Ah. Uh, damn. Okay. AI head teachers. Where are we at?
1: I hate how neutrally framed that article was. Hmm it was like so like oh look here's an interesting thing going on rather than like this yeah, should a human not human interest happening.
0: story rather than what the fuck is going on in that school yeah i i don't
1: i don't know i don't have the time for that that's awful mm. i don't support it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, right shall we move on to our final bit of this uh chit chat which is the music room Woo-hoo! yes who wants to start i want you to go first tell me tell me about vicious um
1: i'm sorry i don't know how to pronounce your name um but vicious by Sabi salser i would say sabby sabby salser sorry sabby, sabby salser uh-huh. But it is incredible. It is such a 90s throwback track. Like, I just, oh, it's just the production from Boy Sim is executed, like, so flawlessly. It's just, oh, it's just perfect. I've been excited for this song. I think I actually put this song on my list before it came out, because just from the snippets, I was like, yep.
0: (laughs) It's so good. It has some serious sass on it. I love the production, too. Ah, So good. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so my first pick is from Jeremy Zucker. The track is called This Time. It's another one of those that I just hard relate to. Uh constant swing of emotions and gorgeous production alongside it. I just ah oh, love it. it's dreamy.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really calm and like chilled out. I really liked it. Like the kind of garage influences
0: yes that oh, is a yeah. very good shout it's very it's got that vibe to it hasn't it
1: but then like this really electronic like very tight clean sound
0: like i really like it yeah it's definitely worth a listen uh a song we both like next
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah definitely uh madison rose's new song girls 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 i just i've been it's robbed great
0: <laughs> like, I was gonna add yeah. this. I've been listening to it so much all month. I think it's one of my most listened to of the month. And then it, you were yeah. like, "I am having this." <laughs> it's just,
1: it's just so good. I think I said to Jacob privately earlier on that it makes me want to be bisexual, and I'm not. <laughs> yeah,
0: you did
4: say that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, what? What's one of the lyrics? Like, I like, I like breasts. And I was like, "Slay, slay," you know. Great. I just
0: went. Oh my, <laughs> girls, girls, girls. This is a bop 10,000 times over. And yeah. I love the bridge where there's like this audio recording. I don't know what the audio is, but I love yes, it. Yes, me too. Yeah. Does that make you bisexual? It doesn't make me anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, what's your next pick?
0: Cat and Cal Feel Alive, which is from their album, How Do You Feel? It's a seven track album. It is a gorgeous listen start to finish. I love these two. I, again, have like an emotional attachment to this um, song and this whole project. It's just full of relatable lyrics and just well worth a listen to. And some bops on there as well.
1: Yeah, I thought that Feel Alive was very, like, edgy feeling. Like, it gave me angsty teen energy.
0: Yes, I forgot I added that as the track that we're adding to the playlist because the one that I've been listening to more recently is an album track which is called Consumed. And when you said it's angsty, I was like, is it? And then I (laughs) realised I changed the song that I'm recommending. Uh... (laughs) Ah... (laughs) <laughs> no, I absolutely get that. Um, seventh, no, Kieran, your next track seventh, is quite old. Yes. yeah. Okay, right.
1: I didn't know this. So basically, Rico loves listening to Australian radio. I oh yeah, we told yes. you about that when you visited. <laughs> I yeah, love so, this
0: about your husband
1: yeah, yeah so uh, <laughs> I,
0: lo- I love that he <laughs> listens to australian radio it's such a different vibe of radio as well so i totally get it yeah but that, um, that fact is just so good
1: <laughs> um and can i shower at yours from amy shark came on she's and- australian <laughs> And I loved it. I was like, wow, this is cool. So I shazammed it. Yeah. And I've been listening, listening a lot to it since. Yeah. It's just been really... on my yeah. like
0: radar for months. I think this was one of my most played in June, actually. So I can't you
1: doing believe well. June. You've up. I can't. That's like four months
0: ago, isn't it? I know. You've been missing Oof. out on this tune for so long.
1: But that just means I get, you know, it's like with the Penny Mordaunt speech. It just means <laughs> that I get to enjoy it after everyone else already has. True.
0: As I just did with the sword wielder herself. (laughs) So my next pick is uh, Baby Queen off of her Heartstopper. I want to thank, actually, Heartstopper for introducing me to the Baby Queen cinematic universe. Because (laughs) her music is so relatable. And this song in particular, fucking flawless. I love this. I love the lyric about... um, I can't even remember how it goes, but relatable i still feel like i'm 23 i can't get over that i'm 25 and i hate the fact but this song 10 out of 10 from me
1: it it sounds so weird and cool like i love it it's mm. like got this got this nostalgia to it that's just so oh like this this song is going to be in heavy rotation for me i know like this is it's it's incredible i love it i am
0: I am tempted to ask for her album for Christmas, which I think is coming out before Christmas, but that might be wrong now. I really want... Ooh. Did you see the limited edition Alice Oseman cover they did?
1: Oh, yeah. Ah! Oh, is that still available?
0: I don't know, but I hope it is.
1: So, my next track, anyone who knows me knows <laughs> that I stan a little bit of Loreen, who just came out with her new song, Is It Love? It's just like... It's just a bop. I just oh, I just
0: love it. <laughs> I mean, I lo- it was it's nice, but it's no euphoria or tattoo on the first listen at least.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think she's reached that point for me where like I'm going to love what she does. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I think I agree with you, but when I heard it, I was like, "Yes." Like I loved it. <laughs> what I'm I like will say though... <laughs> What I will say is that it sounds intentionally short. Like coming from somebody who's just put out a song that's like two minutes, 11 seconds. Like, <laughs> like, I think, is it love is longer than that? But you can tell it's like you, you decided not to include a bridge in this song or a third chorus. And that mm. does irritate me slightly. Like my, so- my two minute, 11 song, Do What I Like from my new project... That has three choruses, two verses, and a bridge, you know? Like, it's still got a full song in it. It's just, I somehow get through it very quickly. Mm. But I I don't like it when songs seem intentionally spotified.
0: Yeah, I hate it when it feels too short. Anecdotally, one of my new favourites that's not been out long enough for me to put it on here, but Dove Cameron's latest one, Lethal Woman ends too suddenly Uh for me Uh... too sudden ending on that one I'm afraid but it's such a good song why did you cut it short (laughs) okay my next choice is uh another baby another baby in the house baby storm (laughs) this track is called sunglasses at night it's a bop it's a vibe and I did in fact go out at night to see the earth in a cathedral because I'm weird and I wore my sunglasses at night just so that I could vibe to this song.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's a cool song. I like the sample mm. as well. Um, yeah, it's cool.
0: <laughs> it's a very cool song.
1: So my final pick for this month's Music Room is Side Eye by Rilo and Hyra. Oh, it is just synths. Electronic pop perfection. Oh, I just love it. I have mm-hmm. nothing more to say
0: on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. Waiting for that drop, I was like, I knew. I know you. I know what the drop's <laughs> roughly going to sound like. And yeah, this, this is just this is just so good. So good. Last choice for me then is uh, Empress Of and Rina Sawayama. Their collaboration together, Kiss Me. Oh my god, I love this. When it first came out I was like, I don't know if I'm vibing with this and then a few more times in random rotation in my playlist and suddenly it's top. It's so nice. Wow. The piano on it. Oh I love it. It it's I
1: like it's heavenly, it's gorgeous. Like, yes,
0: I, heavenly, like, gorgeous. The piano,
1: <laughs> the piano <laughs> intro kind of reminded me of some of like Lady Gaga's leaked, unreleased, like oh leaked, oh day fifteen coming up, um, <laughs> um, like leaked music from before she was like really big, um, songs like Second Time Around. I don't know if you've heard that one, mm.
3: um,
1: but but they have the, it's like that whole R&B tinged vibe with the piano and then that, that particular set of drum samples. Yeah. And it, it like gives me that, but like, it sounds very 2023. Like it sounds it very, very modern, very current, but with that throwbackiness. And I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and when did this come out? I didn't know that Rina Sawayama had a new song out.
0: <laughs> um, this was about four weeks ago, twenty fifth of September. Ah, so it's only been out for the October month.
1: I was probably like really distracted by music work. Then I'm finishing yeah, up my project, you're finishing
0: up albums. <laughs> yeah, oh. and that's the music room. You can find the playlist "Pop Goes Capitalism's" playlist on Apple Music and Spotify, and there is usually a link in the description. But I'm worried about word counts on um. Uh, show notes this time around so uh, if it's not there it's in the other episodes just click on one of them uh cool yeah uh, speaking of clicking on things uh medical aid for palestine that is like the first link in the resources bit of our description of our show notes of our whatever click it donate if you can thank you yep <laughs> and thank you for listening as well to pop goes capitalism's chit chart
1: yes thank you very much and we will see you on day fifteen.
0: Day fifteen for another deep dive. Oh my God, Kieran, we never told them. We never told them about my my tweet, my my message to you. Oh my goodness! At which the one? The start of October. Oh, my- when you were saying something, and then I was like, "There will be seventy million deeply stupid things that will have happened between them." Oh then and yeah. Now. yeah, yeah
1: yeah. Oh yeah. I predicted sure. <laughs> that the world
0: would become even worse in this month.
1: Yep and didn't it just it was just... like
0: the 3rd of October and you were like I'm going to use this as my intro and I was like it <laughs> might not happen it <laughs> might not <laughs> yeah 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 that uh, was yeah that was something so was see you day 15 yep see ya
5: Stand up and fight.